Hey all, this is Sean Gerber. Thank you for listening today, but before we get started, I have a couple of questions for you. Are you caught in the daunting maze of CISSP preparation, unable to find your way forward? That's precisely where I found myself when I began studying for the CISSP. Overwhelmed would be an understatement. There are now an ocean of CISSP training programs available, and are you unsure which ones to trust? I remember the struggle, but there was nothing accessible to me outside of the pricey boot camps. And that's precisely why CISSP Cyber Training came into existence, to illuminate your pathway towards acing the CISSP exam. At CISSP Cyber Training, I've forged the CISSP blueprint into a step-by-step guide to navigate you through the intricacies of the CISSP journey designed to provide you the direction and guidance you need to pass the CISSP exam confidently. But don't just take my word for it. Listen to what one of my students, Kevin Fallon, had to say about the CISSP blueprint. This is precisely what I needed in your course, direction. The blueprint is the perfect roadmap to stay on track. I appreciate its clarity and tangible sense of progress it brings. A phenomenal tool for revision. And then there was another from Christopher Wagstaff. Sean Gerber, your guidance was invaluable throughout the CISSP study and certification process. Thank you for breaking the monotony. Once you've wrapped up with the podcast, make your next stop, CISSPCybertraining.com, and let's together turn the tide in your favor, meeting your CISSP goals and catapulting your career in cybersecurity. Now, without further ado, let's get going. Giddy up. Hey all, this is Sean Gerber. Thanks for listening today, but before we get started, I wanted to update you on the launch of my CISSP Cyber Training Membership for my listening audience. On March 5th, 2023, I began offering a monthly CISSP membership at 60% off my already low price. This is an introductory offer of $19 a month for the first year. With that insanely inexpensive price, you will get all of my CISSP content, practice exam questions, all my current and upcoming curated content, and finally, me. As I'm growing my products and services for my site, you will be on the ground floor to take advantage of an offer that will never, ever come back again. So if you're planning on taking the exam in 2023, or if you want to learn more about cybersecurity, this will be the time to make a life and career-altering decision for you and your family. This amazing offer is only available for the next two weeks, so I highly recommend that you don't delay and sign up today. All right, let's get started. Welcome to the Reduce Cyber Risk and CISSP Training Podcast, where we provide you the training and tools you need to pass the CISSP exam the first time. Hi, my name is Sean Gerber, and I'm your host for this action-packed, informative podcast. Join me each week as I provide the information you need to pass the CISSP exam and grow your cybersecurity knowledge. All right, let's get started. All right, practice CISSP exam question four. When considering the data owner for an application or the data itself, who would be the best owner of the data? Again, understand what they're asking for. Considering the data owner of the application or the data itself, so you have two different pieces, who would be the best owner of the data? You have a CIO, which is your chief information officer. You have a CTO, which is your chief technology officer. You have your business owner or IP owner, or you have your IT organization as a whole. Now, so if you're considering the data, 
or the application? Well, the application could be the CTO or the CIO, um, but the data itself may be somebody very different. And we talk about this at CISSPCyberTraining.com. I have this video specifically around this where you really need to get the business owner or the IP owner, the individual who owns the intellectual property, to be able to be the one that can give you the best control of the data. And they should be the individual that owns the data. You don't, one common problem that happens within organizations is they will set up the technology people or the IT individuals as the owner of the data. This is not a good practice, it's a bad idea because IT doesn't really own any of the data in most cases, they serve up the data. And what ends up happening as well is when things go sideways, which invariably they do at some point, not having an IT owner or I specifically a data owner defined is an important is can, can cause problems and can give you a situation where you when issues go bad, they start pointing fingers saying, well, IT had it. And then the IT folks go, well, it's not my I don't own the data. So there's a back and forth. So just it's best right away at the beginning when you are setting up any sort of data classification, you need to set up who is the best owner of that specific data. And in this question, the best owner would be the business owner or IP owner. Again, that is question C. All right, practice CISSP exam question five. Common passwords are shared with others in an organization. This happens quite frequently. People will share passwords amongst themselves, developers, uh, individuals working on an application. It, it happens quite frequently. So as you are studying for your CISSP exam, what part of the CIA triangle is compromised through this action? Confidentiality, availability, integrity, or all of the above. So if you're looking at when you're sharing passwords, what of the three of the CIA triad would be compromised? Well, confidentiality is compromised when passwords are shared amongst personnel. That happens frequently, right? If you do that, you are now you are now exposing the confidentiality of that password, the protection of that password. Now, there may be legitimate reasons for this sharing, but then if you do that, you need to ensure that you have some mechanism in place to protect that data or to protect those passwords. A PAM, you know, we talked about earlier, a password access management tool would be a very good tool. I know Keeper Password and other password uh, type of products will do a sharing password thing where you can actually set aside this. It will go to Sean, it'll go to Bill, and then you can have those people and they will gain access to that specific password. So confidentiality would be compromised through sharing of passwords. So you need to ensure that you don't, this doesn't happen. And if it does occur when you get on to your new role with whatever company you go work for, that you implement a way for that people can share these passwords. Because I will tell you as a security person, you may not wanna just, you don't wanna be the person of always no, where they say, can I share this password with somebody? And you automatically come back and say, no, you cannot. That doesn't, businesses don't run that way. So you're gonna have to figure out ways. Well, there are times when you're gonna go no, and that's what the answer will be. But there are other times when you're gonna have to figure out how to work that out to make that business operational and make it make, allow it to make money. One of the aspects is some tool that you can use for password sharing. So just something to keep in mind. All right, that was practice question five. 
All right, that's all we have for today. If you have any questions, please feel free to head back to CISSPCybertraining.com. You can get all of these questions and many, many more at CISSPCybertraining.com. Check out what we have available for you. A lot of free stuff as well as some paid things to help put keep the lights on and pay the bills. Uh, if you have any questions, again, reach out to me at Sean at CISSPCybertraining.com. All right, have a great day. We'll catch you on the flip side. See ya. All right, so we are on practice question number six. Ensuring that integrity of data, which answers below best, key thing is best, meets that description. First one is data cannot be modified in an unauthorized or undetected manner. B, data cannot be modified in an authorized or detected manner. C, Data can be modified in an unauthorized or undetected manner. Or D, none of the above. Okay, so as you can see, they kind of play on words just a little bit as it relates to those key things. If you, if you just read through it real quick, you'll say, well, I'm just going to glob onto one, and you, you kind of potentially pick the wrong one. So the question that's going to be right the best answer is data that cannot be modified in an unauthorized or undetected manner, which is A. Okay, so question, actually question six, answer A. Data cannot be modified in an unauthorized or undetected manner. Now, the reason is, is data can't be modified in this manner because it's important to ensure that your data integrity is maintained. And it can only be done if there's no way to specifically modify the data in an unauthorized manner. So again, question six, ensuring that integrity of data, which answers below, best meet that description. The answer is A. Data cannot be modified in an unauthorized or undetected manner. Thanks so much for joining me today on my podcast. If you like what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes as I would greatly appreciate your feedback. Also, don't forget the 60% off my membership at CISSPCybertraining.com will be ending on the 19th of March. So sign up today for this once-in-a-lifetime sales event. Thanks again for listening. See ya. Thanks so much for listening today as it was my pleasure to prep you for the CISSP exam. But are you interested in some free CISSP exam questions? Head on over to CISSPQuestions.com and sign up to join my email list and you will gain access to 30 free CISSP questions each and every month. That's a total of 360 questions just for signing up with CISSP Cyber Training. You will also gain access to other free resources, so just head on over to FreeCISSPQuestions.com or CISSPCybertraining.com and sign up today. All right, have a wonderful day, and we'll catch you on the flip side. See you.